Greetings, and welcome to Loaded Card Gaming's special coverage of E3, the Microsoft Edition. Children of all ages, it's E3 coverage. We're here for Xbox. I'm Paul. He's Chop. Let's do this. Yeah, Xbox. So how about that? Uh, what did I What did I call it earlier? The uh, the masturbatory design porn or something yeah, like that. Like the masturbatory tech demo, I think, is what you call it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Where you know they, what? They they do this. So this is. Every company is doing this now where they do 3D renders of whatever their product is. Apple is notorious for this. Microsoft does it with the Surface and everything like that. Like everyone does it now where they do like these super high def tech renders where you just like, you see the processor like clipping in place and the screen laminating together and all this. Yeah, it's totally masturbatory. I believe I called it a nightmare of nothing because all it was was showing you, hey, Project Scorpio is now creatively titled the Microsoft Xbox One X because we didn't want to stumble on anything tonight. We're going to make it as tongue twisty as possible because fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Well, oh. I laughed at it. So the reason I, I jokingly call it the most creatively titled thing ever is because Microsoft has this notorious reputation for naming things after whatever the project code name is. Mm-hmm. So like while they were originally working on the Xbox, the the dev team that was working on making that hardware and that just that whole platform, they jokingly didn't have a name for it. So they just called it the Xbox because it was Project X, Project yeah. Xbox. And uh when they were when it was time to come up for a name, like an actual legit name for the thing, the the board was basically like well, it's it's the Xbox, right? <laughs> and, like, mm, okay. and I have had a funny story from uh, Dragon Con either last year or the year before, where one of the game devs was talking about how he would name, like when he was working for Microsoft, he started naming all of his games, like the code names for his games, to things that they couldn't use. <laughs> like he would call it, he would call it like you know, Star Wars, the ultimate Pokemon adventure or something like that. <laughs> because the last time, burned. well, the last time he named one, it, the game came out called Project Gotham Racing because that was the code name for the game, Project Gotham Racing. <laughs> and he was like, God damn it, that was a code name. Like, that's not supposed to be the actual name of the game. So he, yeah, he just started using like very, very blatantly trademarked things that they didn't have licenses for, like as the code name for his games because he didn't want <laughs> the Microsoft as the publisher to be like yeah let's we're just gonna run with that name because that's what we call it anyway now i will say that even with the jackass just basically throwing out figures and just saying all kinds of random bullshit statistics and people <laughs> clapping and laughing as if they know what the fuck i'm talking about now the xbox one x has 1.21 gigaflops of rendering power <laughs> it's just so fucking dumb because people are like i and they're just, that is literally the, the sound I heard during one of the portions of the conference. Yeah. Not well, a joke. So it's funny because I can imagine that there are actually some devs there that are like, 
those are generally generally genuinely impressive numbers for them and like they you know they're applauding because like wow that's actually really impressive that's basically a pc and uh, selected four or five people out of a 500 person audience oh i know i will say though that xbox xbox one x because i stumbled too because this is the fucking dumbest name on the fucking planet has full backwards compatibility and when i say full I don't mean just Xbox One, Xbox One X to Xbox One games, or Xbox One X to Xbox 360 games. I mean all the way back to Xbox. The entire library is open. Mm, not necessarily true. He said that's word for word. That's not what they full, said later on in the presentation, dude. Full backward it's, compatibility. It's backward compatible, fully backward compatible with the Xbox One. It. It has, because they talk about, and we'll talk about this probably a little bit later, but they talk about all their backwards compatibility later with how many 360 games they have now that are fully backwards compatible with the Xbox One, which is 385 of them, and that now they are going to include original Xbox titles in the backwards compatibility program, but they're not there yet. (laughs) So he might have said it. He might have said it, but that's not what is actually so, that is not reality <laughs> so the stupid porsche guy with forza 7 <laughs> yeah well actually so the one thing they did say about the project scorpio xbox one x that was actually interesting it's liquid cooled so is mine your xbox is liquid cooled no my pc is it's the same fucking thing yeah but it's not a it's not a console like it's a home console that's actually liquid cooled which is kind of interesting i can i can hook up a controller to it it makes it a console it's fine not really but yeah so just a really large they console. finally they finally showed a trailer for forza forza 7 mm-hmm. so so they did the same thing they did last year where they just launched into trailers without actually telling you what the trailer was for so it was just like a weird mystery game until <laughs> um let's but, guess the fucking trailer again yeah but the good thing they did this year is they basically tried to be more like they tried to be more like sony where they just Mm -hmm. fucking peppered you with (laughs) ridiculous trailers and there are a lot of trailers um though they basically get away with some of the shit they say because of technicalities Mm. because they had montage trailers they had a montage trailer that had 19 games in it yeah yeah and that's the only way you get up to their 40 plus games they talk they said yeah. they were going to talk about 21 exclusives or 22 something like that 22 exclusives i i i respect that they went the sony route and just be like here here's game here's a game yeah here's they game. we're not going to talk at all yeah. we're going to shut the fuck up here's a game here's a game yeah. here's a game Perfect. yeah they they got their bullshit out of the way at the beginning and then they got got some more bullshit at the end mm-hmm. but for the most part it was just a ton of games which was a very welcome difference from last year yep. um so yeah, I mean, Forza announced that they partnered with Porsche, or Porsche for the next six years of games, which is probably going to be two. <laughs> Man. Um, Man, and anyway. and that for the first time ever that they were going to debut a supercar at E3 instead of at like some big trade show for cars, uh, and they showed off the Porsche 911 GT2 RS. If you give a shit about that because neither of us really did it's like oh yay it's a like three hundred thousand dollar nine eleven. good good 
job. It's a car I'm never going to be able to afford. Thanks. Yeah. See ya. I, I just, it didn't matter to me. I will say that the next one mattered a lot to me because I loved yeah. the other two games. Um, yes. So, it was so, Metro Exodus. Yeah. Metro 2033. Fucking amazing. Stellar gameplay. Amazing game. Great storyline. Metro Last Light. Same thing. Metro Exodus looked even better. Like it just, it just looked fucking great. Yeah, and the, the trailer was fantastic. Like that was a really, really great trailer. Like I, I can't even. That's all I can say because it just this looks awesome, and I want it. So you want to know the funny moment of the trailer where I realized it was a Metro game? Shoot. <laughs> what? Hold on. It wasn't right at the beginning. No. Okay. It was this. The watch. The, the fact that he had the watch on backwards. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that, like, that was that was a was huge like, thing. Metro. In, uh, yeah, that was is a huge Metro, thing game? Metro games. Because the music that they were playing is like from The Walking Dead, I think. Something like that. Or at I mean, least it was used not, in The Walking Dead. Yeah, if it's not trademarked by The Walking Dead, then it is definitely music that they have used. Um, yeah, and he, he's because you can tell it's Metro because it had it's a, it's, tra- it's a very distinctive watch. Yeah. That is used in all three of the games. Well, it wasn't just that; it was just the fact that the watch was <laughs> like reversed on his wrist because it's not normally not like that in games. Huh. Like, and that Except was just like military games. Yeah, yeah. And then the crossbow, I think, was the second thing that clued me the... up on it. Just the the shape of the the arms on the crossbow was yeah. like, yeah. I'm pretty we... sure this is Metro. So he didn't hold it underneath the stock; he held it by a weird arm underneath it that would not give him any sort of i don't know it just looked weird to me yeah um the next game i think you were unhappy to see i laughed at this game um i i did too because i'm watching the trailer and i'm I'm just like okay this looks familiar please don't let let it be another assassin's creed god damn it because i forget the wording that they used uh gosh they were the first to call themselves assassins or something like that. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm saying like, so you're watching the trailer, like, please don't let us be another Assassin's Creed. They're the first to call themselves assassins. God fucking damn it. That was my literal thought process yeah. as we went through this because it was just, it's Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah. It's in the middle of Egypt and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, the I found out a couple of days ago or sometime in the last couple of days that the next Assassin's Creed game was going to be in Egypt, like set in Egypt. So as soon as I saw the ancient Egypt stuff, I was like, "They're going that far back in Egypt." And uh, yeah. yeah, apparently it's a, it's a, thing. They showed some yeah. gameplay. It's okay. Apparently you're the beastmaster now. Yeah, um, you, you have a little eagle or hawk or something that you can see through its eyes and shit. I will literally just go watch the 1980s film Beastmaster rather than play this game. Yeah, sounds like fun. But it's actually uh, a really good movie. Yeah, not really good, uh, but it's just really entertaining. So the next one sweet was amazing like the, it, to see this game on stage at e3 announced as a xbox one exclusive title not just that insane but, but also the gentleman who created it on stage announcing it for yes. you was really cool so it was player unknowns battlegrounds which we've talked about a lot on this show it is currently in early access on steam and well, it's Dan's coming talked a lot about it Yes. I just kind of listened and said, yeah. yay, that's cool. And it's coming to Xbox One in late 2017. So later this year. Um, 
probably because it has to get out of early access on PC first. Um, yes. But then it shouldn't be too hard to, for them to port it over to Xbox from there. Um, yeah. They but, it's, also- but it's supposed to... I mean, it's got like four more months until they're targeted to get out of early access. So... Yeah. But it looked really, really fantastic on stage and knowing that it's got this massive backing of, you know, they got paid a shitload of money to be exclusive on the Xbox One. <laughs> they, they also had um, a notation in there that it will have a lot of uh, graphical and content updates, not content, but a lot of a lot of good stuff that's happening for the new Xbox console, Project Scorpio. I'm going to continue to call it that because I really don't want to stumble over my words over and over again. But there's, it's just basically going to get a big, huge graphical update for the Project Scorpio. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Um, mm-hmm. The next little game looked looked interesting, uh, called Deep Rock Galactic, which had like yeah the crazy little cartoony figures like yep. running around mining and stuff and going a little crazy and attacking some little critters and. If if you want to see more of this one, they it's like a. F- a 30 40 second trailer uh pro jared did an episode on this on his pro jared plays account big mm-hmm. pretty big uh, alpha release for him it just it looked really cool go check it out if you want to see a, a like a 30 minute video of it as opposed to mm-hmm. 30 seconds next up oh my god yes thank you state of decay 2 looks fucking stellar uh the trailer is basically um a lot of voiceovers with the I guess two main characters because it has a huge focus on co-op and the co-op is not going to and just... base building yes well base building was in state of decay one i'm not really mm-hmm. that, that was that was a huge thing for state of decay that was like you are basically trying to create a home for yourself so that you don't get attacked and you can start living again um state of decay two however be, because state of decay didn't have multiplayer and they didn't want to feel tacked on they put in a huge focus on telling the story from a multiplayer aspect with State of Decay 2. And I cannot fucking wait. I'm so hyped for this game. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Like, I, I kind of want to glee pee a little bit. Nice. Only a little. So the next game they showed was called The Darwin Project, which <laughs> completely looks like a player on a Battlegrounds ripoff. It absolutely does. <laughs> I don't know if it it's is... a ripoff, but... It is literally the best way to describe it is a third person action cartoony battlegrounds game. And yep. the only comment I have for it is that there was lots of yelling at this presentation because they literally show like a little trailer and then they like back out and there's just a dude standing on the stage that starts like doing color commentary for it basically. Yeah. And but he's just yelling at the crowd like <laughs> just full on just like screaming at people. <laughs> Are you familiar with Shoutcast? Uh, no. It's 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 essentially a a basically powering an internet radio station, allowing you to be the radio DJ. Mm-hmm. This guy is a radio DJ. He, he the, the Shoutcast DJ. He's apparently Jethro Tull on on Shoutcast. Okay. That's why he was all shouty because he's done this before. And he that's just his thing. It's like hiring the Men in Blazers to do a uh, FIFA. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, I just all caps, lots of yelling, lots of yelling, tons. Like yeah. he was, he was very hyped to do this. Yeah. Um. So next, the next game was interesting to see there because it looks like we're gonna see this every year now. Uh, yeah. Minecraft getting some updates. Yeah. Um. 
amusingly, it's going to be available in 4K on the Xbox One X. Why? I don't know, but okay. <laughs> um, the cool thing they announced is that it's going to be completely cross-platform now. So, like, the Switch, I'm assuming the PlayStation 4. PlayStation um, 4. The Xbox One, Xbox PC. One, PC, and well, Windows 10, which is yep. different from PC, and yep. mobile phones, yes, like Android and iOS, all completely cross-platform with big servers and mods, and yeah, they're gonna they're basically gonna just open it up, and that's gonna and VR, all the VR platforms, yeah, which is also going I, to be really interesting. I loved the um the. Oh gosh, what is their um, augmented reality thing that they have? The um, the Hololens. They had a huge Hololens demo demo last year. Nothing was said about it this year. Like they had a huge yeah. Hololens demo for Minecraft last year. They got nothing this year, and I don't know why. And I'm wondering yeah. if it's because the Hololens is dead and we're not hearing anything well, about it. I don't think it was Hololens. I think it was their VR platform, which is in the works. Like. Uh, Acer's version of it is getting ready to hit developer platforms and Lenovo's got one that's pretty close and someone else is working on one too. Because uh, yeah, it, HoloLens is the uh, augmented reality one that poops stuff out into the room that you're standing yeah. in. And No, it was definitely HoloLens last year. Okay. I don't know. Either way, it looked, it, it was neat and I wanted to hear more yeah. about it, but we got nothing. Yeah. Like there was nothing uh, about it this year. The last thing they showed for Minecraft was something that is coming with, since it's going to be this big 4K upgrade that's called the Super Duper Graphics Pack. Okay. <laughs> uh, it looked really fucking good. I'm going to be honest, I literally just skipped through all of Minecraft because it was just, I didn't care. I I I understand, but holy shit! Like the the Super Duper Graphics Pack, like at first I was like laughing, like okay, yeah, funny, it, you know, it's bricks in 4k whatever and then you see the super duper graphics pack and like all the crazy volumetric lighting and shine on the minecart rails and you're just like holy Wait. shit this game actually looks really good <laughs> like <laughs> and, and it's just fucking blocks what the hell polish a turd <laughs> but like you should you should go back and watch just like that section of it and like i think you'll actually be surprised at like how good it looks, which is kind of funny. Will I be surprised at how little I care about that? No, probably not. <laughs> um, next up was do you remember Marvel vs. Capcom and how cool they were in 2D back in the day? Kind yeah. of. Yeah. It's that both Dragon Ball Fighter. Literally Dragon Ball yeah. Z is that. It it looks like every Dragon Ball Z game they've ever made. Mm. I disagree because Xenoverse was really cool. Uh, it was a third-person perspective, over-the-shoulder kind of camera. Yeah. It, but this one, this next Dragon Ball Fighter Z is Marvel vs. Capcom, Dragon Fighter, Dragon Ball Fighter. That's it. It yeah. looks okay. I mean, it, just, it didn't do anything to wow me. It didn't look super impressive. It just it looked okay. Yeah. Hmm. The the next game, however, does look really cool because it looks really cool on PC. Like it's it's actually a really yeah. really impressive MMO that has like. It's gotten a lot of criticism for being pay to win um, uh -huh. and requiring shitloads and shitloads of time to invest in it. Because um, yeah. the end game is all PvP. I'll pass. Um, and like raiding castles and stuff like that. But it's called Black Desert Online. Uh, it's gotten yeah. 
huge reviews. It's the fortunate thing is it's a uh, buy once game, so it's like thirty bucks and uh, okay. you own it. Oh, that's cool. Which is you know, there's no subscriptions, and it is one of the most beautiful MMOs in existence. And the fighting is, I mean, if you saw the, the fighting in that video, it is insane. Yeah. Like it is very intense, very action RPG type stuff, but with like turn that dial slightly higher than any other action RPG you played. Yeah. Uh, it looked like... Because I hadn't seen anything about Black Desert before this, and it kind of looked like Fantasy Star Online, but high fantasy as opposed to sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. I don't know. It, it I, Like, I've seen it. Uh, I, I was like, this looks familiar. And then, like, they were like, Black Desert. The MMO game Black Desert, I think is what they called it. Like, okay, so it's Black Desert Online. Okay, cool. Um, the next game looks surprisingly good. Yeah, it looked very cool. It was a pixel style type of adventure. It kind of looked like the old Sierra style adventure games. It, it, it does that? Yeah, strike you like as... those kind of, but like a little more the action to it. Anyway. He was yeah. like sneaking around and doing some other weird stuff yeah. in it too. It's called The Last Night. Um, it looked pretty neat. It looked kind of like, uh, think of. Blade Runner style graphics, yeah, yeah it, but pixelized in C, in the old Sierra style adventure games. Really cool. The next one is, um, I believe my commentary was literally, "What the fuck? Why? I mean, I guess, but what the fuck?" Yeah, I I just wrote it down as Acid Trip the game. Yeah, it's called it's called Artful Empire. It's like about this kid who plays guitar and goes. We don't know anything. We don't floating know off about. into nowhere <laughs> like you don't know I what it's about it it looks like if someone took acid and developed a game over it it looked neat it just that i want to know what's going on as opposed to just seeing this lack of context trailer that what the fuck yeah that's really all i could say well hopefully that wasn't a lack of context trailer hopefully that like is totally the context of the game and it's just a very surreal ridiculousness of a game well, I say lack of context because you yeah. don't know what's going on in the game. Yeah. Um, the next one is really cool that I saw several things, several trailers for prior to E3. It's called Code Vein. And it is mm -hmm. a kind of, if you play Dark Souls, it looks very similar. It plays very similar. It looks like a solid title. Uh, it had something to do with vampires. I don't remember what it was. But if you've played Dark Souls, uh, basically put that in a more sci-fi setting and you're very close to the mark like it's more sci-fi fantasy as opposed to high fantasy yeah yeah it, it, it well, didn't impress me much at all yeah, it was just kind of cool whatever if you like dark souls look it up that's all i can say however this next game we're both hyped for holy shit i'm even more hyped for it right it like really how cool. amazing was that trailer it was it was brilliant. It just they, they did a brilliant job of that trailer. I don't know who put it together, but give him more yeah. money or her. Yeah. So we're talking about Sea of Thieves, the hit from last year. Um, so they did an extended trailer of it that showed like more focused gameplay. It wasn't just people running around on the ships fighting each other. It was like they were doing the equivalent of like a quest, I guess. They were they were hunting down buried treasure, which is really fucking cool. Yeah. Um there were some great jokes about the game, like very, very, like lots of fourth wall breaking commentary on it. Like at one point they were talking about like, there's all kinds of great stuff to find and that 
he couldn't tell you about all of it because they were still developing the game. <laughs> we're still in the side. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't worry about that. And he just kept going. It was really fun. Uh, they had a really cool portion where if you were are um, carrying the loot, like if you're holding the chest, you can't fight back. So you're you're just kind of carrying the loot and hoping that your your squad is covering your back. Kind of neat. Yeah. I just it, it looks really fun. Uh, it had this really cool thing where you know they they found this treasure they dug it up and like the crew the skeletons of the crew crawled out of the ground and tried to stop them yeah and and the guys just like uh the trouble with treasure and left behind booty is that they really wanted to stay where it is and then then right after that the, the skeletons pop up i know it's not the exact wording i'm paraphrasing a bit but yeah. it was in that vein um I'm hype. I really it, can't wait for this game. Yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. I really want to get into the alpha testing now. I hope I do. I hope one of us so, does. If you're we listening, won't be able Rare, to talk about it. If you're listening, Rare, invite me. I will hype your game to the end of time. <laughs> Absolutely. We won't say anything specific, but we will hype the shit out of it. Cool. Cool. I won't. I won't violate the NDA, but I will. Exactly. I will be an advocate for your uh, for your game. Yeah, um, I can see. I have a pen in hand. I'm ready to sign the NDA. Let's do it. Yeah. The next one up was. It looked a lot like a slightly less graphic-y version of No Man's Sky. It was called Tacoma. Yeah, I, I laughed at it and was like, "This looks a lot like No Man's Sky." It comes out on yeah. August second, and you can already pre-order it on Steam. Okay. Oh, Pass. it's from the from the people who made Gone Home. Oh, cool. Okay, I might actually look at that once it comes out. I'm not going to pre-order it. Sorry, uh, guys. So, the the trailer was interesting. It it does look very reminiscent of No Man's Sky, just because like the filters and stuff that are on it. Sure. Um, but this is the description from Steam. It says Tacoma is a sci-fi narrative adventure set aboard a high-tech space station in the year 2088. Explore every detail of how the station's crew lived and worked, finding the clues that add up to a gripping story of trust, fear, and resolve in the face of disaster from the creators of Gone Home. So it looks like you're coming in in the aftermath of some disaster and trying to piece together the puzzle. So it's System Shock. With Much like Gone Home. Violence. <laughs> anyway, it looked pretty neat. Just nothing that, that really grabbed me or wowed me. Um, the next one just i was so bored looking at it like it just it was a cutesy platformer that was geared toward probably early teenagers i like i, I can't yeah think it, of who it's would a, appeal to it's a cutesy platformer in the vein of sonic and mario kind of like it is it, it reminded me of actually it reminded me of um uh, like spiro no uh crash bandicoot yeah, very similar. But it didn't have any attitude. Like that's the thing. Is like it, it lacked something. It it, it was just there was no character to it. No, well, I mean, there's lots of character to it if it's just cutesy shit. I it, I made a joke that it looked like a worse version of Conquer. It's like Conquer before all the booze. It's a pretty bad game to begin with, though. I'm sorry, Conquer's Bad Fur Day was bad. Conquer's Bad Fur Day was fucking hilarious, man. It was funny, but it didn't make it a good game. It was a great game. Fantastic. Go back and play it now and see if you still say the same thing. I own three copies of the game. Okay. For three different for two different systems. How how long has it been since you played it? Maybe three or four years. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's the thing. I, I, I'm figuring most people are looking back on these rare games with rose-colored glasses and not realizing that the N64 itself was kind of shit and the games on them no. were almost shit as well. No, Conker's Bad Fur Day was actually one of the maybe three games worth owning on the N64. I just, I remember playing it for, for the show and just not enjoying my experience. Were you playing it on an N64 or on a really shitty emulator? The latter, but because I didn't have an N64 that I could record on. I just, I did not enjoy it. It wasn't fun. It, it, that's not even the point. We're just talking about Super Lucky's Tale. That's how boring this game was. We're talking about Cocker's yeah. Bad Ferdy, not Super Lucky's Tale. Okay? Well, because, I mean, when you see a squirrel. There's a fox. <laughs> it looked like a fucking squirrel. It was a squirrel. It did, it did but it was a fox. It was a squirrel. Tell that to the guys who made Super Lucky's Tale. I will. You made a game that looks like a baby conquer before he learned how to drink. I guess. Can we talk about Cuphead now? Yes, we can, because this game looks really fucking cool. Because yeah, it looks like remember... an old, like, 1950s cartoon. Yep, yep. It, was, it reminded me more like a 1930s, but colorized. And it was joyful. Yeah. It looked hilarious. It looked like a, a, a co-op kind of action action game. A just really yeah. fun looking game. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yep, looks really cool. Comes out in <laughs> September. Uh, you just saw my comment about Terry Crews the game that came up next. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so, do, like, you guys, <laughs> do you guys remember Crackdown? Like the original two games that came out way back in Xbox 360 era. They're making a sequel with Terry Crews. Really, all you need to know. Well, I don't know if he's actually in the game, but he he presented the game kind of in a very uh, weird way. Apparently, apparently a character in the game, and I can't remember the character's name, but the Captain Jackson or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it looks co-op and it's cell shaded, so it looks kind of cool. Uh, now comes how they kind of jammed in a whole bunch of shit to claim filler. that they had forty games to show off and lots of filler. Yeah. So. They had a montage of like three second clips from about 20 games. It was 19, I think, if, if I count again. Uh, a couple of them looked kind of cool. A couple of them were just like, meh. Um, mm -hmm. Dunk Lords looked kind of funny um, yeah. because it was it's like a weird cartoony NBA Jam style game. Huh? Uh, I want to know more about Brawlout because it, it looks like a Smash Brothers style game and the world can use more of those. If you say so. But, yes, I do say so. <laughs> um, I, I know that Hello Neighbor looks pretty cool in that, I, I know the premise at least behind it. You're across the street neighbor. Do, do you remember um, Rear Window, the Alfred Hitchcock film? Yes. It's like that, except you can actually move and you're going to investigate what went on inside of the neighbor's house mm -hmm. to see if there's some sort of nefariousness going on. I've seen PewDiePie play the game. Yeah, uh, also ProJar did, did a thing on yeah. it as well. Um, it looks pretty cool, uh, yeah. but they both probably did it in very pre-alpha stages because it probably was very unfinished product. Anyway, yeah. uh, if you want to go take a look at those, PewDiePie did it, ProJar did it. Yeah. If you want a less screamy version, watch the ProJar one. If you want to watch a screaming Swedish man, watch the PewDiePie one. Oh, the PewDiePie one, I, I will, it's, it's good PewDiePie content, like classic PewDiePie content because... It has lots of jump scares, and yeah. PewDiePie scares very easily and screams like a little girl, and it is absolutely hilarious. So, if that's your thing, go watch his. Yeah. 
Yep. Not my thing personally, but hey, a lot of people are clearly fans of his. Yeah. Uh, um, up next, uh, Microsoft brought out the uh, ID at Xbox, which is their independent developers. Uh, and they announced that it's released over 500 indie games through that really initiative, cool. which is really awesome. Yeah. yeah uh, and then they showed one off, which is a game called Ashen, which looks like a third person action exploration game is the best way I could describe it. Similar uh, combat to Dark Souls once again. Uh, yeah. It looks like that there was two people on there, so probably cool. Yeah. Two or three? I don't know. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I, I didn't yeah. see. I didn't see. That there. It was a trailer that really didn't show much, like most of these trailers. It just yeah. it gave you a little bit of titillation for the game. Yep. Um, the next one, I know you're hyped for this. Yes, I saw this game and was like, holy shit, I, I will buy this the day it comes out. Yeah, and that's rare for Dan. It is a prequel to Life is Strange, which was one of my favorite games that I played last year. Like, it, we might actually be playing it here shortly. Just you know, the heads up, because um, I I like it that much. It is it is a very interesting story. Is that your next favorite game? It might be. Okay. Um, I haven't decided yet, but we'll see. That's fine. Uh, yeah, but it tells a really interesting story and this is a prequel. So it it's this called before the storm, which a storm is a big thing that is involved in the game. It looks like it's only going to have three chapters, which is kind of a shame. Uh, the other, the first one had five or six. It's, I think it was five. If I recall, life is strange is telltale esque, but without actually being telltale. Yes. And it has a weird, or the original one has a weird, time rewind mechanic yeah it's weaved into the story roll back a little bit well yes and it's included in part of the puzzles and you can change decisions that you make but you have to like basically you can like when you're talking to someone you can you can ask a question and if they get pissed off you can rewind it and you have that information of like oh well they they responded like this and they said this so you have more clues yeah, but you didn't piss the person off because they have no idea that you asked that question anymore. So it's Prince of Persia without the Persia, kind of, <laughs> and without any combat. Yeah, that, that's and, okay. And no emo hair. Because I know that um, people were super huge on Life is Strange, amazing game, and I've heard nothing but raving good things about it. So I'll probably check out Life is Strange and Before the Storm just because. Yeah. Sure, why not? I, I'm always in favor of new games. And- it's it's an episodic game, so I would wait until all three are out. If I'm of course. anyone other than me, like <laughs> if you did, if you've played the first one and love it, you you know you know what you're getting into, and uh, fairness, it's probably going to take three months for the whole thing to come out. And in fairness, though, if you played Telltale games, they all come out in episodic series as yeah. well. So if you're used to that, you'll probably enjoy Life is Strange too. Yeah, at least for the episodic portion of it. Yeah. But just the, next, just the heads up. Yeah. The next one I thought was pretty cool because it built on the foundation of uh, Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor and it's Middle-Earth Shadow of War. There's a huge overhaul to the Nemesis system. You can build an army now by basically dominating your foes. I thought it looked pretty cool because they had a, a bit of a gameplay trailer with not only the gameplay of combat, but also some of the cinematic sequences and uh, Bruce the Chopper, which is the first guy you recruited, and he looks really fun. He's a big... <laughs> yeah, he was hilarious. 
Orlog or or Olog? What's what's the what do they call it? Is it Orog? I I mean Orogs are in D and D, but I don't. I think they called it something different. I, th- I thought it was Orlog or something like that. Big, huge kind of. Uh, he's not an orc, but something bigger, and just really funny accent. Just very, very charming and clever. I, I enjoyed the trailer, and I'm I'm going to look forward to the game. I still haven't finished Shadow of Mordor, but this gives me an excuse. Yeah. Do you like this one for the live piano? Uh, well, no, it's just interesting that it had live piano. Um, I like this one because, like, all of the creatures looked really cool. Yeah. Uh, and it's a sequel to Ori, The Last Guardian. Is that what that one was called? Something yes. like that? Um, uh, I think so. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's called Ori and the Will of the Wisps. It was Ori and the Blind Forest, I believe, was the first. Uh, yeah, one. yeah, that's right. Anyway, looks really cool. Um, just a a brilliant looking game because Ori, the original Ori, was beautiful. Just a beautiful game itself. And um, I remember last year, was it Sony that had the, a lot of the live composing, or was that someone else? Yes, yeah, Sony had the God of War. That's right. That's right. They had the big giant thing yeah and last uh last thing right before the the big reveal trailer for anthem was the portion about xbox backward xbox one x backwards compatibility fuck i hate that uh like dan was saying earlier 300 385 tile titles uh a lot of 360 games expanding to include original xbox titles which got a massive pop from the crowd because apparently the people oh it did xbox yeah, like I, I think it got like a standing ovation. Like it, it got more applause than anything else in this entire thing. And, and quite frankly, I'm super happy that they actually listened to us and realized that we want backwards compatibility. You stupid fucks. Yeah, the bad part is, is you're going to have to buy the games again. It, not necessarily, because if I had, because if I have the 360 discs, I can still play the 360 games. I don't have to rebuy them. I put okay. the disc in, and it's very much like you doing it with. Because uh, yeah, I'm fully expecting the ex- original Xbox compatibility to be like you have to buy from the virtual console and download it, which I'm fine with as long as they don't do the same thing that Nintendo does. And if you upgrade to a new console, you don't have to rebuy the fucking games, even at a discounted rate. That's still price gouging, and I hate it. Yeah. Anyway, pretty <sighs> that, pretty cool. It got a second pop, which was kind of fun, because uh, one of the games that they expressly stated that they were bringing back was Crimson Skies, which is one of the most popular original Xbox games, and amusingly, great. is a Jordan Weissman title. <laughs> it was indeed. Great design, great game. A lot of fun. Which makes me laugh. Like, yeah, he designed the Crimson Skies universe. Yeah. And now we come to Anthem. We mentioned last episode that uh, there was like a seven second teaser trailer that both of us were like, eh? Yeah, it, it was less than around a minute long, maybe. But the funny part for this one is, is the, the guy who did the whole press conference from EA is the guy that showed up to reveal this this footage, which is kind of funny. It's like, hey, it's the EA guy again. Yeah, it's it's just this dude. Hey, buddy. Yeah. And then dives in directly to the fact that it's a huge new Bioware IP, IP and it was a debut of the gameplay trailer. I think it was gameplay because you can't really tell. No, it. I know they said it was all 
actual footage of the game. Like it was all but they game. Didn't say it, was it, game wasn't, it wasn't pre-rendered. It was all game engine footage. Okay. Which is which is very important because they've gotten away with in the past, not necessarily EA Bioware, but companies have gotten away with in the past uh, that it was pre-rendered footage. Um, I'm looking at you, Alien. Uh, what was that Alien game? Colonial uh, Marines. Yeah, that was a huge thing in the past. People have learned from that, and it was all game engine footage. Really cool looking game engine footage. You've apparently got three different um, mech suits you could pilot, but they're not huge mechs. They're just basically you're fucking Iron Man. Yeah, that, that was my <laughs> You're Iron Man. <laughs> they are. They have giant like AT AT walkers and yeah. It looked it's a really cool sci-fi universe and the place looks amazing. Like the forest looked ridiculous. Like everything in this tra- in this gameplay trailer looked absolutely amazing. It's pretty. And it's it, it is it's pretty. It's pretty and it looked fun. Like, I want to play that game. Not only did it look pretty, it didn't look like game engine-y pretty. It looked like you. it was living pretty. Like, you yeah. could actually go in there and go and interact with everything. Yeah. You probably and can't, but it looked that way, and that was really cool. The, the two thoughts that I had watching this trailer, which were kind of funny, just two different... Very, very different lines of thought that happened like almost right after one another. One of them was like, please don't mass affect us on this one. And like that, that's that is where my trust is with both EA and BioWare right now. It's just like they've shown this game off now. So if Mass Effect Andromeda is any indication, we're not going to see this game for six years. Yeah, pretty much. And I, I want to see, and if like I mean, all the Mass Effect and Trauma trailers looked really awesome. So like, please don't have a bunch of fucking glitches when this game comes out because I actually want to play this game. <laughs> um, I, I do, I do want to play this game as well. It, one thing I want to say is that if you continue the series, if you do Anthem two, don't Dragon Age two us and make it a button masher, you bitches. <laughs> yeah, the other comment that ran through my head is like wow is this what firefall could have been can you explain that a bit because i don't know what firefall even is so firefall is an mmo uh by like a kind of smaller developer called called red five games and the premise of this thing is is that you're on this weird alien planet and everyone has power like these little self-contained power armor suits with jump jets kind of like uh what the hell is that game called oh, uh, like tribes kind of tribes yeah yeah which i mean that's not really like they are here but kind of i mean this was definitely more like iron man than uh fly. like tribes and it, and it had this and it honestly had the same type of A silhouette you know, not just silhouette but movement like yeah you, you just kind of it, it moved like the way they digitized iron man in the films yeah um but yeah so like fire firefall takes place in this you know like lush tropical world and Mm -hmm. it's just 
it comes across as like significantly more repetitive and not more like I'm exploring the world and stuff is happening because I'm exploring the world. It's like, right. oh, here's where I can go extract some resources. So let me put down a thumper and defend it for a couple of minutes. He, oh, hey, let me go over here and do this quest because that's where this quest is. Like, so Destiny. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's an MMO. I think it's free to play now. If you want to check it out, it's it's actually fun in its own weird little way but it is very it's a first person shooter twitch mmo with jump jets and it's all pve which is also weird it's not pvp at all that's weird there i think there is pvp in it Zone. but you have to like expressly you know queue for it turn it on okay that's fair but, um looks like a anthem just looks fun it, yeah. it looks like it could be a a, a romping good time and they show off some of the party system in it where, I mean, it starts off co-op. It's just two people running around. And then they like part of the weird dynamic quest slash engine system kicks in and they go like, oh, I think we're going to need some backup or something like that. And they warp two other people in, which is really, really cool. And then they just yeah. run off and start running through this thing. Uh, and it says it's coming in 2018. Okay. So, so my jokingly, my joke is, so expect it in 2020. <laughs> I was, I was going to say 2022 just for, because. Yeah. Anyway. But. Best yeah. conference? <sighs> it's tough. I, I know. I, I'm torn on this one because this was actually genuinely good. Um, yeah. It, there are definitely three games that stand out. I only had two. Well, the the steal of Player Unknown's Battleground is amazing. Like just the absolutely. fact that they were able to nab that as an as the exclusive is absolutely ridiculous. Um, sea of Thieves still looks fantastic. I kind of yep. don't want to give it to Sea of Thieves because you know I'm still super hyped from them last year, and you know mm-hmm. they already won that. That's They're true. good. Yeah, they got it last yeah. year. Um, if I'm going to like list a brand new game that was shown off here, it, it's got to be Anthem. That's fair. That's if they fair. if they don't screw it up, it's Anthem. Um, Life That's is strange is really close behind it. Yeah, I think State of Decay Two is going to take it for me because I have been hyped for this mm-hmm. since last year. I'm oh, excited. I oh man, I I mean a close second and third would probably be CFEs and Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. The rest of them just were kind of. Okay, cool. Yeah, like I'm, like I'm not, I'm not mad that I looked at this. I'll put it yeah. that way. It, they definitely improved over last year. Yes, absolutely. Because last but. year we were both like, "Oh my god, why are you still talking? Just show me a fucking <laughs> game." I don't care about this. I don't want to hear you talk. It, You're just some guy in a suit. It is weird that we haven't heard anything about the VR stuff um, that they yeah. showed off last year that they like went to town on last year. Um, yeah. But I'm betting they just didn't do it in the press conference and that over the course of this week, we're going to hear a ton more about it. Well, uh, if we look at the schedule, I see um, Tuesday alone has Xbox One game. Uh, just all kinds of, basically, over the next over the last three days of the conference, is Xbox One game, Xbox One game, Xbox One game. What are you chuckling about? Uh, so... I was checking Blues News because they'll do a thing or they have a thing that's just called It Came From Me 3. Sure. 
And it's just like literally just giant blocks of links that come from E3. And I just want to see if there's anything over uh, like about the new thing. Uh, but he only has uh, stuff from earlier today. So uh, he hasn't updated it yet for tonight. But there's an article that's why Visceral Star Wars isn't at E3 2017 is one of them. Uh, but they have a, a big headline that is Star Wars Battlefront 2 may feature microtransactions. Okay, I'm now down on EA's shit again. So, <laughs> gone. Okay. <laughs> Aside from laughter? Uh, no. Good, no, you, you clearly you picked something out. What was it? No, it's like, uh, so apparently the EA play trailer for Battlefront 2 got leaked yesterday and got pulled down and it got reposted. And uh, the joke was, if it gets yoinked now off of offline it's because ea put in a dmca complaint on themselves which is totally something that they would do i think ubisoft did it last year yeah or something yeah, like yeah actually dmca their own trailers i think i think sony did it once too uh, out of well, it's basically because they pay someone else to do it for yeah. them and the person just wasn't paying attention pretty much Anyway, uh, that's pretty much it for Microsoft's conference. Um, we'll be back with more. Yep. You know where to find us. I'm at Paul Khalil. He's at Chop the Viking and at Loaded Card. Find the rest of it over at LoadedCardGaming.com. Or in the show notes. Yay! At LoadedCardGaming.com. Or in the show notes. At Loaded... God damn it, don't make me do this again. <laughs> Have a good night, everyone. <laughs>